somebody's cooking pizza near here and it's just like the wind started blowing pizza and I feel like the wind started blowing you, pizza. you know in those cartoons when like you see the smoke and the and the cartoon character floats up and like starts following the smoke and floating through the air with the nose that's what I that's what I'm getting at with this pizza <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I never thought that orange and green went together, but I'm really digging this hat that Jay bought me the other day. Yeah, boy, it looks good. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle, and having a lot of fun and sitting in the sun, which is what we're doing right now. In well, one might say lounging, lounging in the sun. Yes, you are getting loungy, man. I am lounging. Uh, I'm up on one elbow. Like, I'm laying down with yeah. one elbow propping me up. I'm, I'm lounging. Yeah, we're kind of, uh, yeah, we are we are lounging. That's true. This kind of reminds me of the old days back at Penn State where we'd be lounging on the hub lawn, maybe doing a little hacky sacking, laying around, deciding not to go to class at the last minute because we were way too busy hacky sacking. I guess that worked out okay in the end. Anyway, we are in sunny Boulder, Colorado, doing the Boulder sessions 20 minute sessions here and we're happy that you're joining us for for these we got a an action-packed show today can i tell you that say that i just like to say that (laughs) an action-packed show i mean what is an action action? i want to hear like karate chops i'm wondering what exactly an action-packed i don't know podcast is i don't know we're we're running through the streets with our podcast recorder recording right now breaking new ground i'm not running anywhere i'm way 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 too comfortable but and i'm i am committed to this lounging pose actually i've committed myself to lounging here <laughs> for the entire show and today we're actually going to talk about commitment and wh- why we're talking about commitment is because i think a lot of times jay people confuse what makes someone a successful business person or what makes a business successful or what makes somebody give somebody the ability to travel the world True, right? I guess you want to I talk guess, travel, I, or I guess, yeah, okay. I guess we could say success in general. People have this misconception, I think, that success is bred from a lot of other things that doesn't involve commitment. It's like inspiration, having an amazing idea, having money to be able to do it. You know, there's all these things that you could say, like, well, a success happened because of this, this, and this. But a lot of times, people kind of miss this important piece of commitment because that's the hard part, that's probably the hardest part, is committing to something and sticking to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can say, we could sit here and say that we, you know, talk about our successes when we've committed, which we're going to do in the show. But I would be the first to say that there are plenty of things that I wish I could commit to more, but but fall down on and fail quite a bit. Usually that has to come with like exercising, eating right. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. Here we go. Going to get in this three months later. Going to lose weight. Going to have a ripped bod. Right. And then it's like two days later, I'm like, well, I could just order pizza and drink a beer if I really wanted. So I'm by no means saying commitment is easy, but I'm saying it's necessary if you want to achieve the goal, the end goal, whether it be travel, successful business, weight loss, whatever. It's a funny line 
And you have to be brutally honest with yourself and understand that sometimes ideas do a wonderful job, a fantastic job of disguising themselves as commitment because you can tell yourself in your head that you're really committed to this thing, but isn't there some kind of extra something something that happens when you know you really are committed, you know? And usually that might involve some kind of external uh, something. So for example- External factor. Yeah, so you might say in your head, oh, I am going to get into the best shape of my life and I am going to be able to, um, I don't know. Yeah, you could just say that, right? But then there's the other person that signs up for a marathon or signs up for a triathlon. And now they're like, oh, crap, I signed up for this thing. Now I have to get into the best shape of my life because this thing's coming up. Even better if you do it with a friend or someone else. Like, if you say, like for example, Jay, if we both wanted to run a marathon, I do not actually have any desire ever to run a marathon. I certainly want to get shape, but running a marathon is not something on the list. Let's say it was. You and I wanted to run a marathon. I could sit there and be like, all right, well, I'm going to start training, and then once I... Once I'm able to do 10 miles pretty well, then I'll sign up for a marathon. Well, I can tell you right now that that will never, ever happen because I'll never be motivated to. But if you and I were like, all right, you know what we're going to do? I don't know if Boulder has a marathon, but let's say they do. Hey, we're going to do the Boulder Marathon next May. We got 14 months going, putting $200 down right now each. You're doing it. I'm doing it. You're buying a plane ticket back from the way. I'm buying from Philly. Well, guess what? You better believe that I would, I'd be motivated to do it because especially if you're doing it and you're sending me pictures of you out on your run, like I'm going to be motivated to do it because I've committed to something versus just saying like, when I get to a certain level, then I'll make the commitment. What? Yeah. And what is that for you, the listener, you know, like because, and that can change of course with whatever you're committing to, but I have committed to things in my head that I didn't have to have an external thing. And I just knew I was committed to it. There was like the extra thing was there. Oftentimes, the external thing is a little more uh, easier to grasp. And I mean, travel is a great example of this, right? So if you say, I am going to, I've always wanted to go, I remember doing this, I, I always wanted to go down to Patagonia and explore there. I want to go to Patagonia. I'm definitely going to do that one day, right? Well, that I knew is something I was going to do. But then when there was a gap in my freelancing schedule or my contracting schedule, and I bought a ticket. I called up the airline and I bought a ticket. Oh, no, I think I tried to book it. I can't remember what happened, but I tried to book a ticket for either a one-way ticket or one that was like months and months long because I didn't really have an agenda and I wasn't allowed to do that. So I had to call the airline and I said, I want to book this ticket to Argentina. And they said, well, when do you want to come back? And I said, well, how long am I allowed to stay? And they told me the date and I said, all right, well, book the return ticket for that day which was four months. That's the best. So, What's the absolute last day I could come back? Right. This date. All right. Yeah, get me out the of the thing. country then. And yeah. yeah, if I need to come back early for something, then I can always change it. Sure. But anyway, I had a four-month block that I bought a plane ticket for. That's commitment. You know, now I'm like, I am going and I'm going to spend four months there and that's going to be what I do for this four-month period of my life. That's it. It's done. It's a done deal. I locked it in just by purchasing the ticket. Best way to fulfill, one of the best ways to fill your, fulfill your travel dreams, buying the plane ticket. Yeah. 
Yeah, I because think, now you blocked out the time. Yep. Now you have a financial investment. Yep. It's a done deal. I think you and I both struggle a bit with with committing when it comes to time stuff because we are so fluid. You know, like we built a lifestyle so we could be location independent. So we always want to say, well, let me leave a little bit of gray area in case this comes up, in case this comes up. But I'll tell you what happens. A lot of times that extra- You don't have any FOMO, do you, Trev? <laughs> yeah, right. A lot of times that extra stress- uh, of of being non-committal is actually worse than actually than committing because I think when you commit, all of a sudden it also gives you not only something that you know is going to happen, but something to look forward to or something to shoot for if it's a goal. Like with travel, it's not exactly a a goal. I mean, it's a goal to go there, but once you buy the ticket, you're like, well, now I have something to look forward to. If you're working towards a goal like a marathon, now all of a sudden you have something to shoot for. You have a time frame. You mm-hmm. have you have stuff set in place. So I am starting to become better and i certainly am becoming a bigger fan at locking some things in place not everything in my life that's not to say i want like everything super structured but committing to certain things that then allow the unstructured time to feel kind of good does Mm -hmm. that make sense because you know you've committed a certain amount of time or effort or energy or money to something so then when you're not having to do that you're like oh this is cool it's unstructured instead of just everything being unstructured and willy-nilly why do you think it's so hard to commit to things? I think it's hard to commit to things. I think there's two main reasons for me. One is that I never want to miss out on something better. So that's one. <laughs> that's right? probably that, your number one. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one. And that, especially when it comes to like travel. So we're talking more travel or fun stuff specific. The other thing when it comes to commitment, when it comes to like a goal that might not be I'm not going to say it's not fun, but it's something to work towards, like whether that be building a business, whether it be running a marathon. It's because you know that if you commit, that you're going to be held accountable. Like now you're putting yourself out there. You could fail. Yes, you could fail. If you don't commit, you can't fail. And I can use air quotes in that because we've talked about failure before and what is failure and all that. That's not what this show's about, this particular episode. But But, but if you're committing to it, it means you're going to give it an honest go. You're going to really try. And there's the possibility that at the end, it doesn't work out the way you want. Now, we, as you said, we've talked on this show at length about how it probably 95% chance will not work out the way that you think it'll work out. But here's the beauty of that. Most of the time it'll work out either better or just different, which ends up leading you down a different path. So even if it doesn't work out the way that you think it's going to, we're not saying it's going to work out worse. It actually usually just ends up working out differently and or better. And I think that is the reason a lot of people get scared of of committing because if you don't commit, then okay, you don't really ever have to face the fact that maybe it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. I want to add a third thing to that, but first I have to interject and say, man, do you smell that pizza? I do. Somebody's cooking pizza near here and it's just like the wind started blowing pizza and I feel like- The wind started blowing you, pizza. You know in those cartoons when like you see the smoke and the and the cartoon character floats up and like starts following the smoke and floating through the air with the nose? That's what, I, that's what I'm getting at with this pizza. Anyway, all right, so- <laughs> totally total sidebar there FOMO a huge thing fear of missing out yep by choosing committing to something you're not gonna be able to do something else that's just a fact of life yep uh, so you have to uh, look Get at your opportunity it. costs there you got number two which is like you could be scared of failure and that's obviously huge and the third thing I want to add to that is something that I think I struggle with or like the, at least the way my brain works with a lot of projects and a lot of people can relate to this is 
if you have a goal of location independence or you have a goal of traveling the world for a year, whatever it is, and you know, you're working like a, a job at minimum wage or something, it, 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 and it looks like, oh, well, how am I going to get all this money? How am I going to, you know, you see all these obstacles and you look ahead and it becomes overwhelming because what you're committing to seems so big and maybe unattainable for you in some way, shape or form that you can talk yourself out of it before you even truly commit to it, which is a very bad idea because the only way to get to an end goal like that, if there's a specific end goal, is to work towards it and do it step by step. And yes, everybody knows that logically, but when you're trying to commit and have that feeling of true and total commitment, it can be hard. It can it can be off-putting because it's it's just too overwhelming, you know? And I think those are... I mean, we we didn't plan the, to kind of highlight these three things, but those might be the the three biggest things that prevent people from you know truly committing. Yeah, and I think, like you said, the the way to get around that third thing is to just take it and chunk it out in smaller and smaller steps. So I'm going to give you. We're originally going to do this show where we're just going to give you examples of when we committed to stuff, which you already talked about your Patagonia one. I want to bring up one that's a business one because I think a lot of you listening, if your goal is location independence, committing to travel, probably a little easier and a little maybe more exciting than committing to business. Like, you know, business is necessary. You probably get excited about certain business stuff, but it's harder to commit to something because if you're listening and you're like us, well, committing to travel is like, yeah, I know this is going to be amazing. The business stuff is a little scary. So I want to talk about a time that I committed to a, a business thing. And I'm going to start by talking about a time that I didn't commit and why that helped me commit the next time. So you talked about external factors. So I bought this course. It was Michael Hyatt's best year ever. And a friend of mine worked with Michael Hyatt really closely and said, this is an amazing course. It's going to help you become more efficient with your time. You're going to get, you know, their whole tagline is to like get hours back in your year. I forget how many hours they claim. Like by going through this, you know, you might invest eight hours in the course, but you're going to get a hundred hours back, let's say. So I'm like, this sounds great. I need help with time management, this and that. Bought the course, $500. Okay. Bought the course. It was like January 1st or whatever it began. I uh, bought the course. Never, ever, ever once opened that course. Not once. Did not download it. Did not get in there. Did not even take module one. 500 bucks down the drain. Didn't commit at all. And I was like, you know, I, I realized I didn't do it. You know, I was like, I'll do it later. And here's why I think I didn't commit. It, it seemed a little overwhelming to me. I'm like, oh, I got to go through this whole course. It's going to change my whole calendar. You know, even if it's a positive, you get a little overwhelmed. I didn't just say, Trev, go in there and watch video one. I just, in my head, I was, I had to do the whole thing and you're supposed to do it. You were looking at the eight hours and not yeah, the, not the 10 minute long video. It was, right. And then, oh, and you know, you're supposed to do it with your spouse. And so then it was always like, well, Heather can't, do, you know, there was all these things in my head that allowed me not to commit. So 500 bucks, never took the course, never used it. Still have it though. Still have the course. I believe I still have access to it. I, I you might've only got access for a year. Either way, it, there it sits unused $500 on the train. Well, this same friend who told me about Michael Hyatt's course, uh, a buddy of mine named Stu, about a year later, put out his own course. Now, it wasn't about like getting time back or anything. It was about membership sites, which we're big fans of because we have the Location Indie community. And his course was all about how to run and grow membership sites, how to make your membership site better and how to get more people in. 
And I'm like, well, I know he knows what he's talking about. This dude's the expert in the field in this. And when he puts the course out, I'm going to get it. So he put the course out. It was $2,000. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, Trav, you bought a course a year ago, 500 bucks. You did nothing. If you buy this course, you're committing right now before you hit the buy button to actually going through this course from front to back. You know, and I gave myself like, I said, you have like two or three months, whatever, you know, and, but I'm going to commit to doing it because I'm not going to spend, you know, I'm frugal, Jay. I, and, and no one wants to waste 2,000 bucks, but especially not me. Yeah. And so I thought- but we do value education in a different right. way. And yeah. I, I knew, here's the thing. I knew it was- It's not well, like you're throwing away 2,000 bucks on a pair of jeans or no, something. No, well, it's yeah. one of those things that I knew if I went through it, it was worth 5, 10, 15, 20, 100 times more than I paid, right? right? But if I didn't go through it, it was worth zero. Right. So it's- it's scary because it's all on you. You know the material is good and you know it's going to help you, but it, it's up to you to do it. And so I bought the course and I went through, I actually did it in, I think, two or three weeks by sitting down and saying, I'm going to do, you know, the lessons were like three to five to seven minutes of video. And I'm like, I'm going to do three videos, three videos, three videos, worked all the way through it. And it has helped us infinitely in Location Indie from creating our success path with a launch pad course that's inside of Location Indie to really just helping us understand who we're trying to attract to how we can serve those people to how that they're going to stay in. I mean, there was there's a, a bunch of facets that it helped us. But I mean, if we look at return on investment, $2,000, it's probably made us, I don't know, fifty. A hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Now we're talking about some of the antidotes to right. these three things we mentioned before. One thing we talked about is if you invest in something like that, two thousand dollar course, you're like, all right, I just put two thousand bucks in. I need to go through this. But coming off of that, you know, hey, we run a membership community. We want to improve that experience for people. We want to serve people better. Now you're talking about another thing that can allow you to commit even further to something because you're looking at. Hey, by doing this, I'm going to be able to help these particular people in a better way, or I'm going to be able to like make more money for my family, or I'm going to be able to contribute more or whatever the case is. That's another external thing that you can kind of flip to allow you to commit knowing not just, Hey, I'm going to have in location independence. You're going to say, Hey, yeah, one of the things I'm going to have is I'm going to have freedom to travel. That's for me. But Hey, I'm also going to be able to spend more time with my friends and family that's good for you and for them yeah. and for your overall health. So or, there's or, a lot of things that can help you sort of motivate to like make that stronger commitment. Right. I mean, maybe it's that if you are able to go location independent, you serve as kind of like the the role model then for other people, which I know you're probably sitting there thinking now if you are not location dependent or, or you're, and you're struggling with like, how am I going to do this? Or or maybe you are location dependent, but not doing it the way you want. You're probably sitting there scoffing at this idea of like, uh -huh, me as the role model, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like I can't even figure out for myself. Well, let me just rewind it five years for Jason and I, and we were in the, your shoes saying, all I want to do is make it work for me. Like I wasn't thinking about being any runs role model at that point. And what I, I was, did was I invested in courses and yep. then I invested in a community. Yep. And that was the thing that got me committed, which is why we value community so heavily because it's worked for us. It's helped us get to the point where we're at now where we can sit here on a Monday afternoon in the sun, record a podcast, do what we love. And I'm not saying it's all unicorns and rainbows or whatever, but... No, but hopefully we um, get ice cream after this podcast. But hopefully we get ice cream after this podcast. But uh, we love sitting here and doing this and sharing this time with you. And uh, this, is, this is just what we love to do. And uh, we can do that because we committed in the first place. And what allowed us to commit is 
one of the things is investing in the education, investing in the time for yourself and also surrounding yourself with others who were doing it and who could encourage you and support you. That's just all of that's been so huge, which is where, you know, that's really the birth of Location Indie happened during that time for us, although we didn't know it yet. And then we met each other and then we both were on the same page with the power of community and how big of a deal that is and education and all that stuff that we now put together to help other people do it, which is why we do it. (laughs) Yeah. I can't stress enough that the external motivation, because usually people are like, oh no, no, you should be intrinsically. I remember when college, intrinsically motivated, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I am sure I'm motivated. I'm probably at a normal motivation level compared to most people, right? I wouldn't call myself hyper-motivated. I wouldn't call myself lazy. Chris is buzzing us out. Our 20 minutes is up. But we need to finish finish some slots here. But their intrinsic motivation can only go so far. And having those external factors keep you... uh, Because motivation wanes. Not even keep you motivated. uh, Because I don't want to say external factors keep you motivated. Because I don't think they keep you motivated. I think they keep you committed. And there are two different things. And so I would really urge you to if you're looking to do something, to find a way to have some sort of external factor, buy that plane ticket, sign up for that race, buy that course, you know, make a bet with a friend. Uh, If you could do anything with a friend or accountability group, that's going to help more and more and more. And one of the cool things that we're doing this year's Paradise Pack, because we're a huge fan of masterminds and accountability, is there is going to be Chelsea's mastermind kind of guide in there. And that talks all about how to form mastermind groups because mastermind groups... Which is like a support group, a small support group. Yeah, it's a small accountability group of people. And that is what I see as the number one factor of people who come to us and say, I want to become location independent of whether they make it or not, is making sure they have that external accountability and commitment. And one of the things we do in the Paradise Pack is that with the Mastermind Guide. Well, it's available April 23rd through the 29th, 2019. Happens once a year. It's a bundle of educational resources to help you live, work, and travel anywhere. TheParadisePack.com. TheParadisePack.com is the website. And uh, we got an incredible product for you this year. We brought experts in location independence, travel, online business. Put it all together. 90% off. Once a year, it's like a no-brainer thing. It's the thing that we wish we had in terms of education when we were trying to go location independent. And uh, you know, honestly, we're six years into the Paradise Pack now. We've been living this lifestyle for a while. I'm excited to get the Paradise Pack every year because there are always courses in there that are going to help me improve. And I've been running my own businesses doing this for a while. So this is for everybody across the spectrum of uh, where you're at in your location-dependent journey, whether you're just starting out and you're ready to commit or you're further along and you're committed to like kind of going to the next level or doing the next thing or learning the next skill. That's what this is all about. So check it out. Uh, get on the email list if it's... I don't even know when this episode is publishing. The Paradise Pack might even be available right now. I haven't. I don't have a calendar in front of me. But uh, either way, go to the website and see what we have going on this year. I would just ask one thing, Jay, if you're listening. Yes. When you get the Paradise Pack, please, please, please make Ooh. a promise to Jay and I that we will open it, that you will look at the courses in there, you will look at the roadmap, and you will commit to going through at least one of the courses to start. Well, that's what we we kind of force you because when you get the Paradise Pack, we we do a workshop online with everybody. It's awesome. We use this technology Zoom, and like you can see everybody's faces, this whole community vibe, and uh, and we we, kind, is- we kind of force you to go through and get started because what we don't want is what Travis did with that other course where it just sits on your hard drive and you don't use it. We want people to, we we're 
we're putting this together and putting all the effort into it because we want to actually get people going. Yeah, so, we are committed as much as possible to helping you take the steps, but ultimately it does come down to you. Just like the course that I got, Stu's course for 2000 bucks. I can guarantee that if you go through the Paradise Pack, the value that you get out of it will be well above the amount you paid. And I can also guarantee that if you don't open it, the value you're going to get out of it is zero. <laughs> so it's on you. But I just make us that promise, guys, when you're listening, when you get the Paradise Pack, get in, get into our workshops that we have afterwards, open it up, go through the roadmap, ask us questions, and get started. Because I can guarantee you that it will be worth its weight in gold if you open it up. Whatever so, you're mulling you over, listening. find a way to commit to it. There you go. Commitment. I'm committed to getting ice cream. It's now. like, what, what's the tagline? Commitment. It's fantastic. I don't know. Thanks Just for, do it. Thanks for hanging with All us, right. guys. Cheers. Cheers.